It's time for So Thursday. Hello? Hi. What are we even talking about today? Uh, we're going to be doing more BL drama stuff. Oh, no wonder you're so excited. Okay. Woo! Hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the So Thirsty Podcast. I'm John Norman. And I'm Jonathan Fink. And today is going to be part two of our boy love drama series. Yeah. The last episode, we gave you an introduction to the genre and also gave you recommendations of some of our favorite boy love dramas that you should take a listen to before you go any further. Now today, Jonathan Fink, tell them more about what we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about all of the tropes that we've noticed in BL dramas. Uh, we're going to do maybe some quizzes, some BL quizzes. Uh, we're going to also talk about what we'd like to see change in BL dramas, what new things we'd like to see, you know, other dramas that we're expecting to come out during the year, dramas that you can catch yourself. If you don't want to go back in time and watch other dramas, you know, that are older, you can watch some of the newer ones that are coming out this year. So, yay. Now, for those of us who have been out of school for a few years, um, <laughs> what does the trope mean necessarily? Oh, trope is just basically cliche things that you see all the time repeated over and over again. Oh, so just recurring themes over and over again in different mm-hmm, episodes, different mm-hmm. series. It's, yeah, so it's, just, it's a trope because, you know, it's it's kind of standard for BL series. Okay, okay, I got it. Right, I'll take notes on that one. So, <laughs> well, I mean, we'll both be talking about it because we both notice the tropes and I think it'd be great for us to get our different perspectives on what these tropes are and if they work, if they don't work. Okay. Some, most of the time they don't, you know, like you were saying, uh, last time we were talking, you noticed how, and I mean, I know this isn't a, a trope really, but you know, it is something consistent throughout all the, uh, BL dramas is the sound editing for some reason. They never have the best sound editing. I don't know if that's like a budgetary issue or what. Yeah. What, are they on a so thirsty budget? I don't understand. Like it's, <laughs> it's just Which is zero dollars. Which is zero dollars. <laughs> exactly. We're in the negative on not, this. Are they not paying these people yeah. to edit the sound? Honestly, it's like every time they switch cameras, it switches audio and it's just, it's annoying. But I know. Yeah. So another that's one. That's definitely noticed, a trope. Another one that I noticed, of course, is that like, it's supposed to be a boy love drama, but I feel like most of these dramas are, it's just like the boys being absolutely stupid and the girls are the minds behind it all. They're the glue that holds everything together. They're the actual centerpieces of the dramas. They are? And yes, absolutely. 100%. Like, Give me an example. Well, you're going to ask me to remember names. Okay. So with together with, no, just, uh-huh. So together with me, you've got, um, what's, uh, the gal. Yes. She's basically the smart one. She's the one making everything happen. She's the mastermind behind it all. Um, she's, but like, nobody pays attention to her because she's the girl, which, you know, it's a boy love drama, so I guess it makes sense. But like, I feel like most of the drama wouldn't happen without her pushing for things to happen. So it like centered around her. And then with Love by Chance, I don't there remember was no anything. Girl. There was there no was girl. There was no girl. In the okay, no, no, just kidding. No. What the that's duck? Not really a trope. What the duck? The series. Yeah, aim. Yeah, that's her name. Yeah, she was the evil girlfriend in Together with Me. Another trope, right? Um, yeah, I was gonna get to that one next. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get to that one next. She really, really was. She was basically the main character. It was like uh, the whole first half, at least, of the What the Duck series was focused around her and her story. 
And, but every time she was on screen, it was just like something awful happens to her and everyone just like takes a dump on her and then she leaves. And then we get back to the fun of the boys. Well, I mean, to, to build on what you were saying there, um, a lot of the times what will happen is, is the drama will showcase like the BL characters and a straight character. Cause they want to, they want to add some variety and uh, maybe like 50% of the time, it'll be like a straight drama. Straight people happen. It's a sad fact of life, but it <laughs> it's happens, reality. You know? yes. and we, we can't judge them. It's, it's not their choice. They didn't choose that lifestyle. Please don't but, judge them um, for it. But a lot of the time, like 50% of the time, there'll be like straight dramas where the main couple will be a straight couple, but then they'll add like a BL side couple. And what'll happen all the time, like what happened with Kiss Me, was that um, the BL couple will become more popular than the straight couple. And then they'll get their own series. That's what happened with, with Together With Me. Um, in Bad Romance... Kordnak was the side couple and Yuwa and Cho were the main couple. And then uh, Kordnak just got so popular that they gave them their own series. So Power to the people. That's what, yeah, that's what ends up happening a lot with these, with these dramas. But um, so yes, as, as we mentioned earlier, one of the biggest tropes and it always happens, never fails is the evil girlfriend yes and and sometimes i have to ask myself like is this is this against the me too movement like you know (laughs) in this day and age where we live we're always making the woman like the evil one and i get it you know some of these girlfriends do some effed up shit like in um in together with me you know you have playing who like gives drugs like roofies to like some of her gal pals to drug the drug their boyfriends or you know she spreads rumors and ruins reputations and you know she becomes a stalker it's kind of it's kind of intense right and then you have in um lovesick you have like the girlfriend who's trying to keep the boyfriend but he doesn't pay attention to her so she cheats on him and then there's like a sex tape about of her running around and she tries to keep it a secret at every means necessary because she doesn't want the boyfriend to leave her, you know? And even in two moons, there was this, this neighbor girl who was always trying to get in the way of like the main couple's relationship, you know? And even in love by chance, even though like shampoo or whatever her name was, or shampoo wasn't um, evil, you know, she was kind of um, a, whatchamacallit, she was a, a a hurdle, you know, that they really had to overcome. So I I understand why it's used, but I kind of hate it because our women... It's a bit anti-feminist. It, I mean, yeah, are women evil? Like, you know, like, yeah, these women are getting cheated on by these men with another man, and we're supposed to feel... We're supposed to be angry at her for it, you know? And the way they right, justify right. that just- is by making her evil, you know? But mm-hmm. I just think that's not fair to the character. And I think that's so unrealistic when they do that. And they do it so much that it just becomes so just annoying. It, yeah, it's just a typical nagging wife stereotype. Yeah. And I mean, it's not a good stereotype. It's It sucks. It's terrible. Um, and uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see more like more like a Yihua character in the future. More like an ally female character yes because we really don't so we really don't see that if you stop and think about it you know if we look at if you stop and think about if you look it. at love by chance if you look at love sick if you look at 
Um, oh, what other dramas have I watched? Uh, if you look at um, Kiss, it's a long list. Pick. I mean, Kiss Me Again. I mean, well, no, yeah, and, and Kiss Me Again. I, I think they had someone who was pro them, but I don't remember. But anyway, you know, like I think we need more women who are, you know, like the type of friends that I have in real life, the type of girlfriends I have who are always cheering me on, you know, rooting for me and don't care about my sexuality and aren't threatened by me, you know, and think that I'm going to take their boyfriend away or something, you know? So, yeah. That's terrible trope. Yeah, I want to I see a girl character who, like, stereotypes the gay character and wants them to be a pet, and then they talk about it. It's a real issue. Right. You what, know, you mean like uh, to discuss it as an issue? Okay. Yes. Yes. In a, in a drama. Like she just wants to go to the mall with him, but he's like, I like playing soccer with the guys. And she's like, mm, that's not true. And then she makes him go pick out dresses. <laughs> I would love that, that actually. That'd be really cool. You know, it would really explore that stereotype. But also it seems like a lot of these... Um, Boy love dramas, at least the ones I've watched, they are they all do play soccer and they're yeah. all the the like heteronormative kind. I would like to see um, you know, which I really enjoyed with um what's that one you just made me watch? Um uh uh Gay Okay Bangkok. Hello? Yes. yes, that one. I, I really appreciated that they had a, a gender queer character in that, one of the lady boys. And um, you know, I would love to see more of that. Gen- which which character? The the trans character? I, you're asking me to remember the trans names? Character? Oh well, they called Sang-tang? they called him they called him a lady boy at one point. Yeah, because they call them so that in Thailand. They call them lady boys. Whether they're trans or genderqueer, do they have a difference there? I don't think so. Or sometimes they even call them tootsies. There's a there's a southern drama called Diary of of Tootsie, which is oh my god, but it's is it based off of the one movie here? No, but it's so over. You know what movie I'm talking about no. though? What? Oh my god. Okay. What starring um what is it? Dennis? If it's not about three gay friends who dress up in drag and go out to clubs. Or sorry, Dustin Dustin Hoffman stars. It came out in nineteen eighty two, so right around the peak of your life. And it's Tootsie. He's he's like an actor who goes undercover or something like that as a woman and like then has to it's like a Mrs. Doubtfire sort of thing. Well, maybe that's where they got the name from. You know, they're always influenced by American culture. But there we go. But um, basically, it's these these friends, these three gay. I've never watched it, by the way. I haven't watched anything older than Free Willy. But you should. Give uh, it a no thanks. Um, what was I going with this? Diary of Tootsie. So yeah, three really? gay friends, and it's just really over the top because they're just. They're just super flamboyant, like, yas, you know, like super. And then they teach you a lot about, like, gay slang, you know, and... Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're Twitter gays, basically. Thai Twitter gays. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it's over the top because they, just to go anywhere, they get on, like, in full drag with, like, a gown and everything just to go to the convenience store or a coffee shop or something. It's just really intense. Okay, so they're from, they're inspired by Dallas. Very good. <laughs> that that reminds me of my Dallas life. It was like here, everything is very casual in Austin, very different culture like that. But like Dallas, it's like, oh, we're going to the grocery store. It's time to get judged up. You know, make the hair higher, closer yeah, to God. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it is. I mean, I would say you should watch it. Season one, it's pretty fun. 
over the top, like extreme. If you can get over the campiness of it, get over it. My favorite show is Glee. I mean, this is way more campy than Glee. If that's hard to believe, you yes. think so? If, I mean, if you find that hard to believe, but it's. I mean, minus the the singing. I mean, they do do singing, but it's terrible. They're horrible singers. And sometimes oh, I go better. into these um, lip sync montages, you know. So you just you could just oh. imagine. <laughs> how campy they are so yeah but um okay no but there was some really good but scenes and then there's also a female character in there who she's actually a lesbian which is great but she's a pretty lesbian oh. and she's just very um supportive of all the three other guys and they even talk about issues such as hiv and things like that so it's, it's yeah it's very realistic but over the top campy oh. <laughs> but um yeah, uh, any other tropes that you'd like to talk about, John? Um, well, of course, the first one that comes to mind is the most problematic, the most serious, is oh, the good. rape trope. Because I was going to bring that one up. <laughs> so yeah. what, what do you want to say about that one? What do you notice about it? Explain to our audience what the trope is. Okay, well, first of all, in pretty much every drama, at some point, one character or another gets raped. And the way that the characters react to it can vary very differently. One from being extremely upset about it and then having problems throughout the series because of it. And another could be like, oh, they get raped and then it's never talked about again, which I've seen happen a couple times. Or it like happens, gets swept under the rug really quick. And then in one drama, well, I won't give it away, but they had a positive reaction to it, which was very interesting. Um, yeah, I think I've watched four different dramas, I think, so far, total five. I don't I don't know. And in more than half of them, the it it happened and they like they liked it or it it ended up being a positive thing, which was very weird. Like at the time that it happened, of course awful, but then they were like, Well, I mean, that was that was okay. <laughs> and I'm just I, I don't understand the mentality behind it. Who is trying to appeal? I mean, I guess it's kind of like, it reminds me of like those Japanese um, hentai situations where <laughs> where it's like you always have like the younger one that's like being forced and they're like, oh, what's yes, happening to yes. me? Ooh. That's definitely and, where they get it from. And so I guess it's, mm-hmm. it's that. But um, yeah, but seeing, seeing it with real people in more realistic yeah. situations mm-hmm is definitely, um, it, I don't think it has the same effect. And it's really... And it's just the way they present it, too. You know, like in uh, like in uh, My Dream, where it happened... I'm not going to get into the details of who with what, but when it happened, you know, it, it was like this terrible, dramatic thing. And then, suddenly, everything was fine. You know? It's just, you know, and then they, they yeah. became lovers. And it was just like... Oh, thank you for forcing yourself on me and making me feel disgusting about myself. But that made me realize that I actually like men. So, yay. <laughs> yeah, actually, with that series, it felt like it happened multiple times. Like, All even right, though, yeah. So in the, one, of, one of the very first episodes, he goes and like the first time, it, basically what happens in the series is the main character, he puts up this dream catcher and this dream catcher allows him to access this like special heaven-like world when he falls asleep. And in this heaven-like world, it, there's this guardian angel and the guardian angel has been watching him his whole life. 
And like the one of the first things that happens is the guardian angel pins down the main character on a bed and like forces his hands above his head and then like lifts up his shirt yes. with his mouth. And meanwhile, the main character is like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. And then like he wakes up, the, the mom walks in, sees his son, sees her son screaming and like wakes him up. And he's like, oh, oh my gosh. And then the next time that he sees his guardian angel, the guardian angel's like, oh, sorry about that. And then the main character's like, that's chill. And it was just a very weird thing. It's like, and, and then there'd be like all these flashbacks of like the main character being like, I've loved you ever since you were a I know, child. it's so and creepy. Like, uh, <laughs> so creepy. So are we getting into like pedophilia yes. or like, you, is this just like you weren't into them like that before, but now you are now that they're older. I don't know what's happening. This is weird. I, it's... It felt very much like um, Drake and Millie Bobby Brown, where it's like everyone's talking about how he's like he's like kind of grooming her, like he hasn't done really anything necessarily wrong yet, but he's like you know trying to like chatter up a bit and get her comfortable with the idea, like you know there, there's all these sort of like gray areas that that that's kind of going into, and that's kind of how this felt. It was like I don't know if anything necessarily wrong happened, but it feels very like very foggy like well okay so i think the most cringy one for me is definitely the kinkla and uh techno ship in love by chance rape scene that one was horrible basically this one guy i mean from the beginning it was kind of it's kind of uh, iffy you know because this one guy is really into uh, Kinkla is really into techno and Kinkla like cuts the brakes off of his like scooter so he can give him a ride and you know he just stalks him all the time and then it got to the point where techno came home drunk and Kinkla decided to put him in bed and sleep with him and then he Pulled his pants down. And then put him in him in yes, his bed. Yes, he, he, he went, he, you know, he, he did him. And you saw the whole scene, the whole, you know, motions happening. And you're just like, what? And then the worst part is the next morning they wake up and they're naked. And instead of Kinkla saying, oh, yeah, you know, I had my way with you. He's just like, oh, my God, you were so drunk. You took advantage of me. There was no rhyme or reasoning with you, you know. But now, you know, uh, since he flipped since it around, I've never of. been with anyone before. You know, you basically took my virginity away. You're gonna have to take responsibility. You're gonna have to be my boyfriend. Yeah, he's playing some sick mind games. I know. I mean, wow. Like, you know, bravo to you, sir. But yeah, if that were to happen, in, no. <laughs> if that were to happen in real life, you know, ooh, ooh, man. Yeah, like not only did he rape him, but then he's doing like this psychological yes. warfare, trying to make him feel like guilty about it so that he'll be with him. Like, oh yeah, that relationship's gonna really work out, really built on a great foundation. And you know, the sadly, you know, the, we're not gonna get another season, so that's where they ended. And it was just like, yay, happy ending, they're together. <laughs> you know, yay. You know, he got raped, and then he was like manipulated into or blackmailed, pretty much into dating this guy, which we don't even know if he really liked him because there was no development for their relationship. So it just yeah. went from one point to the other and it was just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, 
Oh my yeah. god. I mean, I'm it's, not saying that that doesn't happen in real life, that that's not realistic, you know? I mean, that could have happened. I, yeah, I wouldn't say it's common enough to make it like a whole a whole point. Yeah, but just the the lighthearted tone they tried to put it in. It was it was the one blemish on an otherwise perfect series. I mean, there were there were little blemishes, little tiny blemishes, but this one was a big big one that you couldn't cover with concealer. So, yeah. <laughs> so um rape is is not fun. Fun as you try to make it seem. It's just it's just <laughs> They really do, don't they? They try. They do. I I don't know. Maybe this is how they view rape in Thailand. I mean, that's sad to Ooh, think. Oh, we should get my Thai friend in here. Oh, is he with you? No. Oh, okay. I mean, he's he's my neighbor. Oh, you mean Ikyu? Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't want you to offend I mean, him or anything and be like, is is rape culture like not a thing in Thailand? Yeah, yeah. sit him down here and be like, hey, Ikyu, um, do you like rape? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I don't know if it's consensual. <laughs> then it ain't rape. Right. But you know, some people like the whole idea of rape. The, yeah, they like know? the play of it. Yeah. But you can't explain that to some people because it confuses people. But anyway, we're not going to get into that complexity of like rape or whatever. Um, some of the other tropes. Yeah, let's go on to one that makes me feel less uncomfortable. Okay. Do you have one or do you want me to name some? You go next. I name two. So did I, but okay. Um, Wait, we've done four now? Or how many have we done? Has it just I don't been know. three? You go next because oh, I'm okay. drawing a blank. Well, okay. So another, well. tro <laughs> another trope that I'd like to point out is the whole top and bottom idea. Um, there's always the more feminine one. And then, of course, always the more masculine one. It doesn't really set up for diversity in like sexual positions. Oh, in the right. BL a, world, yeah, you know? always the same thing. It's the guy that's like, quote unquote, like straight pretty much. And then he's the one that's the top. And then there's the gayer one that's the bottom. Except for in <clears throat> Together With Me. And and in Gay OK Bangkok. They oh, so, so basically half the ones I've seen, this isn't true. So I'm just going to set this one out. Have fun. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, they, they usually just... Try to do that. You see that in Love by Chance. Uh, you saw it in My Dream. Uh, you saw it in My Tea. It's, it's a very common thing. And I kind of think that um, they should try to promote versatility and not always create these stereotypes of what a bottom should be or what a top should be, you know? Because I've met some pretty masculine bottoms, let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. You know, and it's been an utter disappointment to me because you're expecting, you know, ooh, yeah, mask for mask. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, yeah, it reminds me of that one really amazing picture that I saw. It was like a, um, a comic or something. And it was a spoon and a fork, and they go up to these this chopstick couple. It, it was a spoon and a fork talking to a pair of chopsticks. And uh -huh. they're like, so which one of you is the fork? And the chopsticks were like, what? Oh, that's and great. That's kind of that's kind of how, like, you know, straight couples versus gay couples, I guess, if you want to boil it down to something really simple, are. That it's like you can't really genius. compare them. That is genius. Uh, so that's about it with that. Anything else from you, John? I have another one, though. Um, uh, 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 words forming sentences. Um, yeah, they, they should be, um, there should be a diversity of character and not just the same situation as. Do you want to elaborate oh, hey. a bit more? No, no, 
Nope, I don't. Okay, well, one of my biggest, biggest grips with BL dramas is their lack of awareness for LGBT issues. What they'll do is that they'll have... What do you mean? Oh, God. What <laughs> What they'll do is they'll have, like, a BL couple, right? But they won't be gay. They'll be two straight men. And somehow, they just magically get horny for each other. And this whole drama builds around them getting together. But their chemistry is awful. And they don't want to, like, touch or anything. But they just know that they're in love with each other. And it's just... I, I've seen this in love by in in love sick i've seen this in in sodas by the way john sodas is the biggest bl in the entire bl community and i absolutely i don't hate it i just really dislike it because the actors are really really good but they don't have any moments together for a whole season and the kiss at the last episode is just so stupid because they're straight and they consistently say that throughout the whole series, despite them trying to be with each other, two men trying to be uh, with each other, yes. but yet they continue to insist that they're straight. And this is because in the BL community, what they call a fujushi, people who, who really love boy loves, uh -huh. um, they like to see guys get Thought together. Thought that was a city in Japan, but okay, keep going. Oh, okay. I mean, it's a Japanese term because it comes from, you know, the Yaoi community. Um, Love her. So, <laughs> so they, um, the, the Fujishis, the fans, they love to see two men be together, but they also like the fantasy of them, the women, being with these men, you know? No, no I don't know. Thank you for telling me. So they don't, they don't like, the idea of the two men that they stand being with any, uh, the, without the ability of them being able to ship themselves with those men. Do you get what I'm saying? Ah, uh, yes, yes. It's you see so, that in K-pop, of course, same thing. Yes, but in K-pop, they're not they're not trying to be gay. Yes, there's a lot of queer baiting in K-pop. Yes, but this is like the ultimate queer bait. Like, yeah, we're two men, we're in a relationship, but we're straight. Oh, yes, of course. So, and that, that frustrates me because you don't promote the idea of being gay as something that's not a choice. You make it seem like it's a flip of a switch, that it could just happen by chance. Yeah, or that it's like not a real relationship. Like it, it shouldn't be taken as seriously as a Exactly, because the, the, the people in the relationship aren't even taking it seriously. Because yeah, no, right. no I'm not gay, no homo. <laughs> and it's just so frustrating to me as a gay man to watch this because that's not realistic at all. That's not how that works. I mean, I don't know if you're going to edit me saying this, John. I'm going to go ahead and say something very, very, um, I'm going to curse, okay? I'm going to scream over it. No, don't do that. But if you're going to, like, stick your pee-pee in a poop hole, okay? <laughs> if you're horny enough to stick your pee-pee in someone else's poop hole, another poop man's hole. poop hole, then you ain't straight, okay? You can call yourself pen, you can call yourself bi, you can call yourself anything you want. No label, that's fine. But straight, you're definitely not. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and that's how I feel about these BL dramas where I'm screaming at my screen. I'm just like, what do you mean you're straight? 
What's the point of this drama then? Anyway, I will say... Your self-censoring was even worse than anything you could have said. <laughs> huh? Your self-censoring was worse than anything else you could have said. <laughs> oh, great. Well, hopefully that, that means so you That was so funny. Uh, hopefully that means you don't need to censor me then. So I hope you keep all of this in. But I will say that there are so many dramas now that are being more aware of this, like Love by Chance, like Together With Me, like Gayo K. Bangkok, uh, what else do we have? Uh, Friend Zone, the series, all these dramas, Diary of Tootsie, all these dramas coming out now that are saying, yes, we're gay. Or maybe I didn't know I was gay because I'm going through this journey where I've never really been with a man before. I've never been with anybody, you know, like- Love by chance. Like uh, A in Love by yeah. Chance, yeah. Where, you know, he goes through the journey and you see it happen where that's realistic. And they talk about these issues, like you see boys coming out to their parents and dealing with issues of bullying and, and discrimination. These are things that these boy love dramas should really focus on. I think that the girls who support them will also, at least I would hope, would also be behind this. You know what I mean? That they're allies as well and not just here to watch two straight men kiss. I mean, I'd be here for that too, but not like that would really go anywhere. Right. So. Yeah, that's huge, huge trope for me. Sorry, I went on a whole rant. No, about I loved that. it. It was beautiful. I was sorry. I was just wiping my tears. It was poetic almost. <laughs> oh my god! So, John, do you want to take this love by chance quiz? Do you want to take the love by chance quiz? Yes. Okay. I mean, Let's... we could take a quiz. Why not? Let's Quizzes see. are uh, fun. Send me the link to it. Oh, so that last one you were talking about. Um, it's called So Dis, like So Dis is Christmas. No, So, So Tus. So Dis, like, oh, rhymes with Christina Aguilera's best album. Oh, oh, actually, that's another trope that I want to bring up. So, yeah, like uh -huh. Lotus. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, um, remember how we were talking about how Corn and Nuck um, met the first time and they had, like, all this paint stuff yeah. on their face? And I said they were getting hazed? Yes. So, So Dis is basically... Like that. That's that's what they call it. That's what the hazing One is. One long hazing. Uh, pretty much. Like if you're a freshman, you're you're mm -hmm. being hazed the whole year, and it's like really, it's it's really bad hazing, like really intense. Like like what sort of things happen? Like people die. <laughs> what oh. collapse of dehydration? Like, and and sounds like my band camp in high school that's pretty much what it is but if you're a freshman it doesn't matter if you're like in a because sometimes here in america they do hazing if you're in a fraternity or sorority mm -hmm. but in thailand like if you're a freshman no matter what it is you're in like your your main school like if you're in engineering or if you're in the arts or whatever the seniors have the ability to haze you and they can come up to you and if they're a senior they can tell you to do anything they want you to do and because you want to be a part of the student culture, you, you do it. So um, so there's a lot of that, and, and there's a big controversy about the hazing in Thailand. Like, they want it to stop, a lot of people. So, but, uh, but you see it in these dramas, and it's just like, ha, 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 ha. That's it? That's all you wanted to talk about? Well, I mean, I also wanted to talk about, like, what we'd like to see in the future and future BL dramas coming out. Let's do it. We got time. Oh, we do? Okay, good. Hold on. Yeah, we've got like. Let me open up minutes. my drama list here. Drama, ma, 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 So, my drama list. Let's see. So, 
Obviously, I'm excited for Two Moons 2, the series. Basically... I still one. No, you don't. Because basically, after season one happened, the same thing that happened with Love by Chance occurred, where, like, the management was, like, going up against each other, so they just canceled all plans of a season two. And they're going to make a new Two Moons with a whole new cast, and they're going to retell the whole story. So Okay, why not? So let me see if this has the synopsis. They already picked the cast and everything. So they're doing a remake of a show that came out like last year? Two years ago. Oh. Yeah. So and then there's also Three Will Be Free, which is more of like a three-way drama. (gasps) Britney reference. Love it. Well, it's it's two guys and one girl. So the synopsis says, Neo is a stripper who is running away from a lone shark and his gang for stealing a purse that contains compromising information from the group. One fine day, the criminals find him in the bar where he works. In in attempting to escape, he ends up bumping into two people who will change his life. Chan, a gay boy who is the son of a gangster who is frustrated at being rejected by a friend, and Mew, the manager of the stripper bar who is running away from her past. Accidentally, they end up killing one of the gang members who was chasing Neo, which make them enemies of the gang now. Now all three need to find a solution to escape from the situation together, while at the same time managing the physical and sentimental attraction that arises between them. Okay, you lost me. So one person is running away from a loan shark. The The stripper. The other person is a stripper. No, 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 no. Oh, that person is a stripper who got tied up with a loan shark. Right. Another person owns the strip club. Is the manager. Manager. Is the manager. Uh And then the third person... Is a gay boy who's the son of a gangster and is rejected by a friend. He's the son of the gangster that's going after... Of a gangster. It doesn't say... He's the son of... It doesn't say which gangster. So we don't so know. So we don't know if that gangster is the gangster that's going after the one that got caught up with the loan shark. No, because the whole idea is that well, all, one three can surmise. Of, all three of them killed one of the gangster's lackeys. So the loan all shark. All three of them. So three people are dead or one person? No, yeah. the three main characters killed one of the gang members. Oh, and so they've got like a secret murder that they uh, share. Well, now they're running away from the gang because the gang is, like, running after them because they killed one of their own. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes sense. Okay. okay. So, and this is directed by a, the same guy who directed Gayle K. Bangkok and uh, Friend Zone, the series. So... It sounds like it has a plot. What's Where's the fun in that? That's what the fun is. And it has, um, it has Josh Wire, which is, like... He's like a hottie, and I've been waiting for him to come out in dramas. He just does modeling, and he's like friends with all the other BL guys. Uh, and then it has um, Tay, uh, who is also shipped with uh, New from Kiss Me Again. So he's in that too, and I'm really excited. And the girl, I have no idea who she is. But aren't the best title of dramas the PWP ones? The plot, what plots? No. <laughs> Love by Chance had a plot, okay? Excuse me. Well, yeah, but, like, I don't know. It sounds dark. I don't like it. Okay, another... I mean, I'll still watch it. I watch, you know, um, Black Mirror, so... I mean, I like dark stuff. Let's see. Um, So, there's also Bangkok Rock Stories 2, which is a drama that I've been waiting for. It's coming out on Netflix. Is today the 8th? 
Oh, no, it's the 6th. It's coming out on Netflix on the 6th. I'm sorry, the 8th. Um, Is it like a behind-the-music sort of thing? Like on VH1, they're going to go behind the scenes of the artist at Kamikaze Records, Rest in Peace, and see about their rock and roll lifestyles? No. Of 3rd and Thank You? No. So (laughs) this is just a very short synopsis. It says, From a teenager parkour enthusiast to a body widow... An eclectic group of characteristics, fine romance in Bangkok's glittering Silom district. So this one stars- I have no idea what you just said. What? What did you just, who, who did what with who? From what? a teenage parkour enthusiast to a- What's parkour? Parkour- oh, Where they jump off buildings? Yeah. Okay, to, so- To a body widow. A, a body widow? Baudi, B-A-W-D-Y, What's... I don't know. She's a widow. I... An, ec- okay. an eclectic group of characters find romance in Bangkok's glittering Silom district. And Silom is one of the areas that I want to visit when I go to Bangkok. That's like the gay district. And it's also the upscale. It's like the Gangnam of of uh, Bangkok. Cool. Yeah. And, and the reason I'm promoting this drama is because two of my favorite actors are in it. And they're both coupled together. Max, who plays Corn in Love by in not Love by Chance, and together with me is in it. And uh, Ten, yes. Ten, who plays Arm in Gay OK Bangkok, is also in it. And they're both coupled together. Yes. So oh, I can't so wait. Sweet. I can't wait till this this one comes out on Netflix. It's gonna be awesome. Okay, hold on. So there's quite a few more. There's Dark Blue Kiss, which you said you watched Kiss Me Again, John. Yes, no, maybe? No. Okay, well, the main couple, the the gay couple in Kiss Me Again is getting their own series. So that's basically that one. Um, cool. Let's see. Uh, what else did I want to see? Uh, is this is The Effect? Is that the one with the ghost? Oh, no. Okay, so this one is like a BDSM bondage one, which I'm not really sure if this one's gonna be good because the way they deal with rape and BL dramas, this might this one might be cringy. Apparently this one has rape in it, so. No, yeah. I just like the sweet ones where they take bubble baths together. Oh my God, you're so like basic. Baths are nice. <laughs> have you ever, you ever taken a long bubble bath, Jonathan? I actually only have a standing shower. Yeah, see, so you just don't understand. I mean, you're just wasting water and wasting time doing that. It's not a waste of water or time if it brings you such joy. Oh, and one right now that's on is the sequel season to uh, The Pornographer. Again, with this series. Uh, It's called Indigo Mood. It's so good, but you won't watch it because you're like, oh, do they have like those really intense Japanese haircuts? Yeah, I don't like those haircuts. They're great. (laughs) Okay. okay. They look sexy as hell. No, it's so, too nineties. I don't like it. I love the nineties. I I know. I know you do. I love the nineties. I love the eighties. I love the eighties. Strikes back. Or part two. Anyway, so um, yeah, I think that's that's about it for future recommendations. Uh, so John, why don't we wrap this up? And you saying what you would like to see in the future. I mean, you've already said some things. What I would like to see in the future is I would like to see this genre in America. I would love to see the Jonas Brothers and One Direction collab. Oh, no. And they star in boy no. love dramas. Um, 
and no. uh, while the teachers they're they're all going to school together um college of course and one of their professors of course played by lance bass you know shows them the way of the gay and they all fall in love with each other um in one way or another i would ship harry styles with joe jonas in a second and of course all straight men. yeah well, um excuse they're, me um, all the straight e- men excuse me Harry Styles is not straight. He has said it multiple times. Dubai erasure is real. So anyway. I didn't even know he was bi. Pay attention. That's all I'm asking you to do. And, um, you know, that's what I would like to see um, in the future. Just something real special. Well, I would like to see at least BL just get bigger, like globally, like Thai BL especially. <gasps> yes. Oh my God. Okay. So here's what I want to happen. I now you. Oh my God. You had your moment. You wasted. No. It. Okay. You, you sparked a new moment in my life. Here's what I want to have oh happen. So, God. listen. Uh, what was it like two weeks ago? Now, Alamo Draft House. Did I say this on the podcast? I don't even know. But they had this situation where they had a K-pop music video watch party. It was amazing. You go into the movie theater. They hand you a light stick, and everyone's like. They also had a full menu of food, very delicious food here at Alamo Draft House. They played music videos on the screen. You were encouraged to like sing along. They had a stage for you to dance on it. It was amazing. I want to see a similar situation, total fangirl moment, and them playing where it gets big enough to where they can have Thai boy live dramas on the big screen and everyone can go watch it together and it'll be a whole magical watch party. That is what I want in my life. Uh, yes, I want it to get bigger like you were just about to say before I rudely interrupted to where there can be a real community growing around it rather than just two guys who live in different states talking about it on a podcast. I need locals to love it too. That's my wish. Believe it or not, I know you think that we're the only two that love it but I have a whole bunch of other BL friends. Not a lot but a handful no, of I don't. I don't think that in in general but i think that in my life uh it's me it's um my friend ruben has watched a couple of them and that is it right and myself of course (laughs) yes and you yes well anyway as i was trying to say earlier i would like to see it get more globalized so then when i (laughs) just wow (laughs) okay i'd like to see it more globalized and i'd like to see um i mean maybe Maybe not exactly on the big screen. I want to see BL drama fan meets here. I want to see them come here like they do in Asia and play little games and do little little cover dances and do skinship and fan service and do little fan meets where we do photo ops with each other like K-pop groups do. Well, I think if anyone can organize that, it's you. I don't want to organize that. I want to be an <laughs> attendee, okay? I just want to have fun. I don't want to be stressed with all of uh. these like details of like trying to organize things and finding funding and finding interest and then nobody shows up and then it's a bust and then I feel like crap because I couldn't make it happen. So I would just rather have someone else get all that responsibility and I just want to go enjoy myself. Speaking of organizing things, I'm currently organizing a K-pop drag show that's going to be happening on March 20th. I have to plug that. So if you are local to Austin or, you know, surrounding cities in Texas, because people, listen, they'll drive like hours for events. J- they'll drive hours for a milkshake. You know what I mean? Um, that's Texas. So March 20th at Barbarella's here in Austin, we are having a K-pop 
drag show. If you're interested in performing, message me on Facebook. I will put a link to my page down below. And um, it's going to be good times. That's great. Actually, John, let me ask you a question. Yeah, Let's go for say it. we both had a steady flow of money and we had a bunch of money and savings and we could travel. Would you want to go to Thailand? Yeah, of course. I think out of, I think Thailand's like on the top of my list. I, I feel like I've been a bad Thai enthusiast and I haven't really like promoted it as well as I could have. Talk about Thailand tourism. Like it's just freaking beautiful and like it's cheap, but like we could get a whole villa in like Krabi, which is like beautiful beach resort area in Thailand, like down south gorgeous like coral islands oh my god and you can feed the monkeys bananas you can, can feed the monkeys villa. yes we can get a whole villa for like a hundred dollars a month i'm uh, not a month i'm sorry a hundred dollars a day yeah which is like really cheap like five bedroom villa with like infinity pool and like granite countertops and marble floors you know the works oh yeah what um in um what was it? Together with me, the second season, he like goes and rents a hotel, one of the characters. And when they said the price of the hotel, I calculated it. And it was like 20 to $30 a night or something like that. And I was like, oh, oh, oh my God. And I was like, that's like what I pay to live in this apartment. You know, we could even rent an apartment in Bangkok in Silom where I wanted, where I want to stay. And it's just really nice. It's like very vibrant with different cultures and different places to go and eat. And that even the upscale restaurants wouldn't cost us as much as they do here in America. See, this is the kind of tourism information that I need. What I've been getting as pre-roll ads on YouTube lately is tourism ads for Oklahoma. Oh, and, and there are other things that I want to discuss with you, but we'll talk about that when we get off. In private. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because... Yes, because Thailand is the place to just... They say Vegas, you can you can go wild, but not like you can in Thailand. Oh, no, yeah, that was... A, those. Well, no, just kidding, I lied. I was going to say those are pre-roll ads that I had. That was like saying... Um, but it was for Vietnam was the new Vegas. Like, Oh, well, that could be true, too. Like, oh. I hear very, Vietnam is great. Yeah. But those are the old pre-roll ads so. from like a year ago. Um. So, well, thank you guys so much for listening Yay. to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Links to all of our information are going to be down below. My uh, Instagram, my Twitter, my Your YouTube. Twitter. It's all, um, let's see. Oh, yeah, I said that wrong. So Twitter and Instagram, it's I'm John Norman, letter I, letter M, John Norman. My YouTube is just youtube.com slash John Norman. And also the inf more information about the K-pop drag show is at Demographics Int, short for entertainment, and I'll put the link to that down below as well. Uh, my turn, I guess? Yes, okay. yeah. Uh, you, you can find me at facebook.com forward slash F-I-N-K-I-E. That's facebook.com forward slash Finky. You can also find me on Instagram uh, at Mr. Fink 80. No, I'm sorry. At Mr. Underscore Fink, F-I-N-K. And also on Twitter, uh, at Shining in the East. And uh, yeah, there we go. That's it. Thank you guys again. And I hope you have a beautiful life. And stay thirsty. Bye. Bye.